can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I went through, you were standing there by my side. And now you're going to be with me for the last time. Hello and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family. We chose this one. This is episode 19, bonus episode. Bonus episode. Mailbag number one. Ooh. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Two. And this episode is brought to you by the United States Postal Service. Neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night stays these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. USPS. Yeah. It's it's a it's appropriate time of the year for it too, to be honest. Definitely, and the the reason we had like an emergency caucus, we had an emergency sh- session today in our off week, uh, is because our our mailbag runneth over, if you will. <laughs> yeah, you gave it. So you gave me like a hit. You were like, we might want to address this mailbag. I'm <laughs> like, obviously, I don't see them. They come to you, right? Yep. I was like, is there is there a lot of mail? Is there a lot of new mail? Is there a lot of a lot of new fans? I don't. I have no so idea. So it's a combination I'm, I'm of a couple different things okay. here. The the big thing is that. Wait, how are we doing know, I, this? Are we gonna do? We gonna do like intros? We gonna do backgrounds? How much? Is it just mail? We second straight straight to mail. I think it's just mail. Okay. I think then we'll on, do updates next week. Yeah. When we record. The next episode in a couple days that's going to come out next week. That's when we can do the extracurricular activities on the streets, new lap observations, all that sort of I stuff. Agree. This is just straight up mail. Just mail. All mails all the time. Two uh, Cage Club <laughs> announcements, though. Okay, good. Yes, all mails all the time. A magic Mike style. <laughs> uh, number they're, they're both related. So today's episode of The Contenders, Tuesday, December 11th, Tobin and Eisen were on our first episode of... This lap, talking about the Fast and the Furious, yeah. which we will be... I mean, it's, it's crazy to me to think, Joe, that we're already doing this, but like I was already talking to Mike, you know, resident historian Mike Manzi, our ride-along partner, Mike Sturt, next lap, that I'm, I'm already talking to him, and i got to fill you in on the date, but like, we're already scheduling the next lap to begin. Like, it's just like... Yeah. I feel like we just watched that, and here we are again, and... <laughs> well, we did we did boost it, so... I mean, half, I mean, half this lap was monthly, so, like, it's gonna be... It's gonna come even sooner next time, but yes, so we are... Anyway, that is... It's happening very soon, but this lap, lap two, episode one, Tobin and Island were on to talk about yes. The Fast and the Furious. Their episode of The Contenders today is about Girl Fight, which is a movie starring... Michelle Rodriguez, oh, Letty yeah, herself. Right. That's a, she t- and she talked about it on the episode, remember? Because she said she loved she her did. from that mm-hmm. movie. Oh, that's perfect. Cool. And this is a movie that is directed by... Dito. No, I wish. Not I was going to guess it was Dito from um, A Guy to Recognizing Your Saints and from... What was the other one that we liked? Fighting? Well, he did Fighting, Fighting. but that's not the one. He also did another Shia movie, Man Down, which that's Mike true. and I closed out all his that was, movies that's with. That's why I made that guess, but go ahead. Girl Fight is directed by Karin Kusama, who directed Eon Flux, which we covered for Watch the Throne. Oh, she directed cool. a horror movie recently called The Invitation, which is great. I feel like I've seen this or read about this or we talked about this maybe. I don't remember. What, The Invitation? I, yeah, I don't remember if I saw it or not. It's very good. But also of particular note to me is that coming up this Christmas, I don't know if it's going to be in every theater this Christmas or not, there's a new movie called Destroyer coming out, which mm. stars Nicole Kidman, uh, Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black, who I absolutely love, yeah. Sebastian Stan, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Bradley Whitford, Scoot McNary. Like, this is like a stacked cast. It's like an action movie starring Nicole Kidman, just beating the shit out of people, I think. Well, her fingers are Christmas. so long. It's very easy for her to punch people. <laughs> and she claps. I mean, it just has to, like, thunderclap with <laughs> She's her She's going to be like Thanos, knuckles. but she claps. The clapping? <laughs> the cl- oh, God. I feel like we haven't talked in forever. We're, like, on. I, this is... Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, just, it's just flowing, man. I don't know what's going on, but I like it. Okay. It's, it's that bonus episode <laughs> it's feel. It's a that, bonus that special episode time fever. of the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I'm getting tingling. So... 
that was today's, or that is today's episode of The Contender. So after this episode, if you want to go check that out, uh, it's a movie that I have not seen yet that I, if we do, and I, I'm sure we will because this will go on forever, we will do a Michelle Rodriguez celebratory lap. Of so I'd like to do that there. Similarly, this past Friday, December 7th, Brian Rodriguez of the High School Slumber Party podcast, who talked about Too Fast, Too Furious, Lap 2, he talked about a movie called Tammy and the T-Rex, mm. which is Paul Walker's film debut. Oh, that's right. And also in the movie, there is a car chase that he is involved in. So they got very excited on there. Kara Gayla Regan of the Whistle Thinking podcast, uh, she will be on lap five with us, the driving school lap. Yes. She was on that, and she was saying that she was watching this movie as uh, a warm-up, if you will, for her lap toward the end of 2019. Ooh. So Electric start, she just had it going in the Ooh. In the garage. I, it, it's just weird that like there's, there's not usually, I mean, considering how many people are in these movies, I feel like there's not a lot of crossover between this podcast and the other shows in the network. Just True. Like, yeah, just the nature of it. I get it. Exactly. There's a lot of dudes in here. I mean, there's, you know, Gal Gadot, we talked about, Wonder Woman was on the contenders, all that sort of stuff. But it was just weird that in the span of four days or five days, two movies starring two of the core four people in this franchise. The family. Paul yeah. Walker, Michelle Rodriguez, you know, uh, covered here on the network. So go check out the Tammy and the T-Rex episode. I think that whole movie is on YouTube if you want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I, I we will remember definitely Brian cover, posting about it. Like, yep, you can which we will one. definitely cover, you and me, for... We have to talk about this off mic, but I feel like after lap five, so like we've got Mike's ride-along lap three, then we've got sort of an open lap that we're going to try to get some, you know, maybe higher-profile guests if we can. If we can. Then we've got Kara's lap. I'm, I'm thinking, just based on the timeline of it, maybe lap six is when we start splicing in the pit stops. Down. Yeah, that, that makes so, sense to me. The first one we're talking about, I think that we've already said on here a couple times, is the Paul Walker Memorial Lap. Look for us to cover Temmie and the T-Rex early 2020. So uh, if you want to wait 13 months, go for that. If you want to check it out now, go check out High School Slumber Party. Or bitch loud enough in emails, and maybe we'll do it faster. Who knows? Who knows? Joe, I forgot. I told you that we had three. We actually have seven emails. We have seven emails? And that is why I wanted to make sure we did a special episode, a bonus episode today, because next week, next Tuesday's episode, we are having Kim Basine from Bloomberg. Which spoilers, is awesome. maybe. Yeah, he is going spoilers. to talk about Fate of the Furious and his ties to the franchise and so on and so forth. Wow. But I didn't want to have that be a three-hour episode with like an hour 20 mailbag, so I'd rather... You know, it's the same same stuff you're going to be listening to in total. Same amount of work for me to do editing, but I just rather have that be separate, and just also give you the fans, the listeners, a little bit of a bonus content in your week off if you want it. So yeah, exactly. Also, I don't know if people care about the mailbag. So like, if you don't like the mailbag, you can just skip this. Yeah, exactly. If you like the mailbag being a separate episode on the in between weeks, say something. Yeah, if you want more of this, just send a more email. <laughs> yeah, or send an email saying you hate it, so we read about how you hate it. Yeah. In the emails. Exactly. Family at cageclub.me. Okay. First email from Wes Hampton. Oh. He he wrote in, this was a reply to his email from Furious 7. He just said, he will he will cover this again in another, spoiler alert, he's another email. But uh, he says, quick email just to let you know that there's a new Fast and Furious mobile game in case you haven't heard of it. I think I think he mentioned this. Didn't we we talked about this? No, I sent this to you on Facebook when he emailed this to me oh, and okay. sent you a little thing a note about it. It's called Fast and Furious Takedown. 
He just finished the tutorial. It's fun for a mobile racing game. He'll see how long it keeps his interest. So let me download that right now. Actually, good call. Fast and Furious Takedown. Yeah. The next email we have, and and Wes, I'm I'm not skipping over Wes. We're gonna have more from Wes in a little bit, and he's gonna tell us more about that game. Next email is from Adam Taylor, and I don't know if you remember that name, Joe, but he was the one who emailed us and said, "Where'd you go? There's a problem with the feed." He was using that podcast app that I'd never heard oh, of. Oh yes, I do remember Adam. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's right. So he writes in, he says, what's up, guys? What's up, Adam? Hey, Joe and Joey, I really appreciate you doing this podcast. So far, so awesome. Sorry for the delay. Since last email, when I said another was coming, I've been swamped with work and grad school work and just now finding time to sit down and think. Which goes to show me that if someone is in grad school and loves these movies, they are the thinking man's movies. (laughs) They are. They're very intellectual. Uh, Just... Check in. I honestly like I, I like when people check in because if like yeah. you write an email and you, you don't, I I'm just gonna assume you died. Also, I don't know if she listens to this, but Jenny McMullen, fan of our other shows, wrote into Boyfriend Material, so I know that she is doing well. So when Good. we record next month for First Man, probably uh, we'll hear from Jenny there. So Jenny, if you're listening, shout out Jenny. Okay. Adam goes on to write, First lap was awesome, and I'm really enjoying the second second lap as well. Hearing perspectives of fans and non-fans alike is very interesting. Good. I just finished Fast 5, lap 2, and I'm part of the way through Fast 6. The Flash wedding story was hilarious, and Joe 2, get better man, foot injuries suck. Yes. Um, actually, on that note, I'm, I'm doing a lot better. It's coming around. Um, I took the stupid brace off. Doctor said I was good. I pretty much just have to go back once, but... Overall, I'm doing good. Thank you. I start with my Fast and Furious history. I got into Fast and Furious my senior year of high school. I've always been a car guy, and this franchise drew me in. I feel as though the franchise has matured as I have, which is cool. As I get older, I'm less desiring street races and scantily clad women and just wishing I could heist 100 mil. I always (laughs) look forward to where the series is going, and I'm glad we'll at least see three, counting Hobbs and Shaw, more movies. Yeah. First, ranking. This was really hard for me, and honestly, if I wrote the same email tomorrow, the top seven could change. So he's got a he's got a firm at number eight, but the top seven are all interchangeable. Unless they intentionally try to make the next films bad, I don't know that the last one, which I won't say, uh, will move up the list anytime soon. Do you want me to count from eight up to the... I, I'll, I'll do eight up to the top. Okay. Whatever number works. eight, Fate of the Furious, which, no surprise there, I don't think. Just not a big fan of this one. The arc was okay, but something about it never felt right to me. Maybe I just miss Paul Walker, which... Yeah, yeah. true. That's how we felt. Number seven, Furious 7. I love this one as well. Maybe it should be farther up. I'm going to watch it tomorrow and may have to reorder my list. I also feel like, you know, that's very emotional, that movie, as we talk about every time we talk about that movie. But I feel like if you don't want to think about losing Paul Walker, I can see why people might not like that movie as much. Because, like, you sort of have to be faced with the reality that he is gone from the franchise, from this planet, from all that sort of stuff, right? True, yeah. Number six, Tokyo Drift. Enjoyable just seems out of the universe in terms of the franchise. Fair point. When I watch it, I do love it, just not like some of the others. It's like watching Scrubs Season 9, which I've never really watched Scrubs. Have you watched Scrubs? I got... I had a friend that really liked it when I was, like, a freshman in college. Like, one of these kids really, really liked it. Yeah. So I would see it in passing. I've never, like, sat down and, like, watched it through. Um, But I've seen a bunch of episodes. Like, more than some other shows, for sure, so... Gotcha. I like Scrubs. It wasn't bad. I mean, Scrubs season nine. I wonder what's going on there. Scrubs yeah, it must be like nine. a new, like a reboot or something. Yeah. Oh, Zach Braff was not on the show. I don't think. Okay, cool. Makes sense. Yeah. Number five, Fast and Furious. Number four. I really enjoyed this one and loved the look of determination on Mia's face before they broke Dom out. I really hope they find a way to bring Mia back. Yes, me too. We do too. Yeah, I hope Jordana Brewster's in the rest of them. 
So it'd be a sad I think, day I think they've her. said that she is, but I don't. I also might be making that up. I don't. They know. like wrote her out of the last one with that like phone. Don't call Mia. Yeah. Number four, The Fast and the Furious, the first one. One thing I find very interesting is going back to this one and realizing the age of the characters. Jordana Brewster looks so crazy young. I love the street racing and feel it's very accurate for a movie of its time. Yeah. Number three, Fast Five. This is the ultimate and could be my favorite on a given day, but I just watched another one last night before planning my listen of lap two tonight. So it's definitely top of mind. So... We'll yeah, five Fast is great. five. You know we love it. five in here. Number two, I don't know if you've been doing the mental math here. A little bit of a surprise, maybe. Six. No, number two, too fast, too furious. Oh, he's a he's a okay. A little oh, cheesy, yeah. but Mo Chetta, Mo better. I would love <laughs> to see Verone Carter come back in the franchise. Maybe Same. weird without Brian, which is yeah. a good point because you know we talked about he, he just he's just in prison, but I guess without that vendetta against Brian, I guess he could come after Tyrese. But also, does he really care about Roman? Probably not, right? Yeah. Number one, Fast and Furious 6. You don't just pick up Owen Shaw like he's groceries. <laughs> one of the best Dwayne Johnson lines in these movies. I can agree with that. He says, I do have an interesting story from Fate of the Furious. The scene where Dom's charger flips all of the other cars was filmed down the street from my office. Oh, They're really? They're usually very tight with security, especially pictures at these locations. I walked down to see what was filming, and the security person was a friend of his dad's. Uh, they worked at the same fire station in Atlanta, so he let him in to take a few pictures with his phone, which he thought was pretty cool. He'll send a That's few to, really to cool. us in a separate email once he gets them off the phone. In the effort to not be too long-winded, keep up the good work. He looks forward to many episodes to come. Adam Taylor. So well, shout out, promise Adam. promise there Thank will be you. infinity more episodes. Yep. So. so now he sent in die. Uh, a bunch of different pictures, which I'm going to download right now. And so, it was, so that means it was in Atlanta, if he said it was. Yes. So that's cool. That Matt just moved to Atlanta. Matt, the infamous mm-hmm. Matt and his cooler. Did Atlanta win the MLS championship this weekend? I know that they were playing know. in the championship. Well, Matt was telling us because he was like, yeah, dude, everybody's going nuts for the soccer champ. I think they did. But He says, as promised here, the pics I snapped of the Atlanta filming of Fate of the Furious. There's nothing special, really, but a cool relic for a true fan. I watched them place the cars with a front end loader, which was really cool to see. That happened before I got the permission oh, to start cool. taking pictures. But we got these pictures. Thank you for sending these in. I'm going them. to put them here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Six, six, six. Two six, of those. Six. There, yeah. Oh, I guess that makes sense that they have to, like, you know, crane them to where they want them. Yep. It's genius. Like, I don't know how much he zoomed in, but he's, like, close to these. You know what I mean? Like, the fact yeah, that he was really able to get close. this close. And these are, like, Maseratis and Porsches just smashed. Like, yep. I mean, obviously, they're going to crush a lot of cars here, but it's cool to see that they, like, you know, we always talk about, like, do they use a lot of CGI or whatever, but they really do just, like, murder a bunch of cars here in the, yeah. the least car-friendly fashion you can get. Yeah, these are all the cars that they're driving in, like, the chase scene. That's really cool. So here's a little bit of a, a teaser taster. I'm going to put these pictures on our Patreon page, oh, which cool. is pat- patreon.com slash, oh, God, what's our URL? Too Fast, Too Forever. So if you want to check these pictures out, if you want to kick us a couple bucks, if you want to get some merch, if you want to just say hi, I started posting a few things there about sort of not really behind the scenes, um, but a few things there that are a little bit more... Not quite what we post on Facebook, so if you want to check these out, go check out patreon.com slash forever and check them out there. But thank you, Adam, for sending those in. Those are awesome. Yeah, they are, they are really cool, They're and really I'm cool super pictures. jealous of you. I wish that I would have had the chance to do that. As you know, we would love to be extras in a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Who wouldn't, yeah. but sure. Next email from Wes Hampton. Lap 2 home stretch is the subject line. We're definitely in the home stretch, that's for sure. What up, fam? Loved the last episode, which was Fast and Fur- or Fat- Furious 7 with Austin Wolf Southern. He says, Austin was a great guest and brought a lot of insight to a movie I'm already very familiar with. 
I have to admit, I am also jealous about him getting to watch some of them at a drive-in. Same. You yeah. knew our excitement when we were recording. We were so jealous of that. I want to make it happen here. I don't know how I can do it, but I, I, I want to make it happen. So Me too. He says, we have one around here, I guess one drive-in around here, but I've never heard of them doing a screening. It seems kind of like a no-brainer, which I mean, yeah, like Texas, yeah. especially north of Austin, like there's just so much open space. Just like, yeah. I don't know, just get a barn and just like, you know, project it on there and you just crank the barn. audio. You see like an old billboard or something, yeah. right? Like, Oh, can you imagine? Like, I guess that, that might lead to accidents, but like if there, was a, if there was a billboard on the highway just like projecting a movie, whew, that'd oh, be cool. people would die. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I finally rewatched Fate of the Furious for the first time since I saw it in theaters. I remember liking it then, though it was at the end of a marathon with a bunch of other fans, and I was expecting to not enjoy it this much time around, but I actually still think it's a lot of fun. There are so many dumb tech magic moments, and the family bits aren't quite as poignant, but overall, I really still enjoyed it. If nothing else, it got me even more excited for Hobbs and Shaw, hashtag justice for Han aside. I might even put it above Fast and Furious in my ranking. All right, here are a few quick things for you. My wife and I finally watched Better Luck Tomorrow the other night. I'm sure you remember this question in parentheses, maybe, but it's Justin Lin's first, quote, big film and the official, unofficial introduction of Han. It came out in 2002, and I liked it a lot, but it's very, very early 2000s, which, depending on your point of view, could be a good thing or a bad thing. Good thing, yeah. Definitely. Han is one of the main cast, and I recognize that at least three other actors that appear in later Fast and Furious films. Definitely keep it in mind for one of your pit stop episodes. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he goes on to say, you might have covered this on the On the Street segment, but a new Fast and Furious mobile game came out last week called Fast and Furious Takedown, which is what we mentioned a little bit, or, yeah. a little bit ago, his previous email. Yep. I've been playing it quite a bit, and it's fun enough. My, uh, mostly, I just like collecting and customizing the cars, but it's cool seeing some of the crew give you missions. So that's cool to see that oh. in the game. That is cool. Of course, they try to push you into spending real money like most mobile games, but so far, all the timed prizes can be unlocked pretty quickly just by watching a few ads. I still spend the in-game money on upgrades faster than I can make it, but for now, I'm content just to play for free. So Yeah, yeah. amen. I, I've, I, you know, we've talked about this before um, with the freemium game model, mm-hmm. and Joey and I have, have opinions on that. I respect that you can buy things, and I think that that's a cool way to do it, but I, I don't want the game to be limited to, like, you having to buy things. Right. Like, you should be able to put in the time and effort to, like, upgrade. Yeah. But and you should also be able to skip ahead if you have a lot of money that you want to spend on this. So, yeah, options regarding no knees, Denise. Sorry, I can't help. Which come on, last you got you got to pull through for us. I've wondered about that forever, and I was hoping the commentary might shed some light. But then I remembered Fury Seven doesn't have a commentary track because apparently James Wan doesn't like doing them. I don't know why they didn't get Vin Diesel or some of the other cast to record them as well. He seems like he would love to sit down and talk about these movies for a few hours, and I would love to listen to it. Well. Maybe one day on this show we can talk to Vin Diesel for a couple hours, and that'll be question number one. We'll What's ask up with no niece and niece? <laughs> We'll ask for you, I promise. If we ever get a chance to talk to Vin Diesel, yeah. no knees Denise will be way up on the list of what mm-hmm. I want to know about. Although I wonder if he would know. I mean, I'm sure he might know, but also... He could give some insight, Tyrese you know what I mean? Tyrese could like, know, or Luda yeah. could know. Yeah, we, there's, there's He'd be like, oh, Tyrese is like making shit up, and you know, this is one of the things he came up with. Or... You talked about Dom acting scared at one point, which brings up something I've noticed. The only movie he really has any sort of range outside of stoic or angry is the first one. In it, there's a great shot of him freaking out after the first drag race when Brian picks him up and they're running from the cops. It's the only other time I can remember him looking really nervous or scared. Yeah, that's you bought the Buster back. Buster brought me back. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, he's not very scared in these movies for the shit that happens. It's like very even keel. And he gets progressively like more stone, stoic. Last thing, and this really should have been in the last episode email, but he forgot. Every Thanksgiving for the last 12 years, we host a trilogy party at our house. I think you mentioned this, right? I don't Before. know. I feel like I, you, maybe you told me when you were hanging out with them or something. I don't know. I don't know. No, I told him. I I, I remember he told me that rock his band or something. Niece, I know that part. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's written about rock band parties and stuff like that for yeah. sure. Uh, but I remember his niece or someone or his cousin wanted to watch action movies and they showed her Fast and Furious three or three five six or something or yeah. something like that. Um, so he's definitely doing the Lord's work there, which is okay. probably the same thing I said back then. Okay. It started because me and my wife and two friends didn't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving, so we decided to do a Lord of the Rings extended edition movie marathon slash Hobbit feast, and we've kept it up ever since. That's really cool. Side note, Wes, I don't know if you've ever done these. I'm sure, we might have even talked about these. But, like, the Alamo Draft House has done a few times... Yeah, you've done a bunch of these. ...the feasts, where they showed... Uh, the three Lord of the Rings, the three Hobbit movies. I think they've showed all six, and like there's like a 25 hour thing for all six of them, or something crazy like that. They have the food done all day. Godfather. So Godfather. I did the Godfather. I did Cannibal Holocaust. Did I do another feast? I don't know, but we've definitely seen them and talked about them. But I know yes. you did the Godfather. But I wonder, you know, because he lives so close to Austin, and there are the Draft House does so many feasts down there that I'm sure he knows about them. But I wonder, I wonder if he's done them or if anybody's done them. If you have done them, email family at cageclub.me. They're very cool. Okay. Every year, someone picks three closely related films, not always a strict trilogy, to watch, and we just eat and drink all day. A bunch more friends have joined in, but it's still just five of us that take turns picking movies. My next pick isn't up for three more years, but my wife <laughs> asked me that if I was to choose Fast and Furious, which three would I pick? Oh. Which we can play in a second. I thought about it, and I've come up with a few different trilogies, but I'm curious how you guys would divide them. I basically have two that I think would be the most fun. The Han Trilogy which is Tokyo Drift, Fast 5, and Fast Furious 6, or maybe put Tokyo Drift last, maybe 5, 6, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Or the Brian trilogy, the Fast and Furious, Fast 5, Furious 7. There are more gaps in this trilogy to keep it down to three movies, but it's a bigger story with a more emotional payoff. So, okay, so Joe, if we were going to do our own Fast and Furious trilogy, what three would you pick? Mine is very similar. When, when you first said it, and I, I knew where you were going with it, mine was kind of similar to Wes's. But it wouldn't be like the Han trilogy. I would do one, five, and six as like okay. the like the family action trilogy. Okay. That that was my guess. But I like the the five, six, and three to have Han to like bookend it. That makes it it's way more concise than mine is. Like that makes way more sense. Wes's, but mm-hmm. like I think I would do one, five, and six. Like if if I was like playing these with friends that have maybe seen, maybe not seen. For the masses, yeah. it would be 1, 5, and 6. I think it'd be kind of funny to do, like, 2, 3, 8, and, like, to show them to people who have never seen them, you'd be like, what the fuck are these about? Like, <laughs> you got Miami with, like, a couple guys I know, and then you've got no one I know. Because, like, Vin Diesel's not in the two, and then and then 8, like, he's against the family. Like, just Vin, like, I thought Vin Diesel was the star of these movies, like, the only one you're showing me, he's going against the family? Like, that would be kind of funny. That would be really fu- Yeah, Vin Diesel's in one, and then the one that he's in, he's fighting against everyone that you imagine he's friends with. So it's like, what is going on here? Yeah, yeah that's a good... That's 
that's a, the the antithesis lap or something. Yeah, like the, yeah. I do love uh, you know yours and Wes's. I think just to to mix it up a little bit, I would probably go four, five, six because we talked about yeah how four is like a reboot of one in ways. Yeah, a, a new model original parts. I think five and six are pretty pretty stand. Like you'd have to put yeah. five and six in there. Especially if you're, if you're showing them to... Like, I guess it also depends on the crowd. Like, if it's people that have never seen these movies, and you want to them over... I was trying to do for the greatest, the greatest mass appeal. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're right. Like, if it was, like, somebody that's, like, never seen the movies, it, it kind of changes it, you know? And I think... Because, I mean, I, you know, I... Jordan and I, we talked about, came in at five or six, and I think somebody else, maybe Wes or somebody, came in at five or six, too, right? Yeah. Or, like... Or maybe it just brought them back. So like, there's, there's definitely you can you can enter at any point. Or no, maybe it was Austin. Who, I, I don't know. No, no, I don't know. Whatever. I there's you know my brain is mush. One five six probably makes the most sense. But I also think if you want to if you want to make it a little bit more flashy, maybe four five six. Just also, it yeah. kind of makes sense. Like these three movies came out in a row. You know what I mean? So yeah, I get that's, it. That's you know those are some good options. Yeah, those. I think I think one five six would be is my final answer. Yep, for sure. Wes adds in at the very bottom a car picture, which we will play on the next episode with cool. Kim. So Let's that'll not be that. It. No. That, so shout out Wes. Thank you, Wes, for writing in. Yeah, thank you for the emails. As always, brother, it's good to hear yep. from you. And you just never cease to amaze me with like your awesome fun time ideas, like trilogy, Thanksgiving, Hobbit, Thanksgiving. That's fucking amazing. I love it. Next email from friend of the show Melissa Lynham. Subject line: Hello. She says, "Hi guys, I'm still listening." And then the rest of the email is a car picture, which we will also play next time. But shout out, Melissa. Thank you for Listen, writing in. Saying hi. Car picture number two. I probably will see. Is she going to be there this weekend? No, she is working. Yeah, my birthday is, as you're listening to this, my birthday is on Saturday. Behind the scenes magic. This is coming out Tuesday the 11th. We're going to record the next episode on Thursday. My birthday is Saturday. Then the next one comes out Tuesday the 18th. So I'm having a birthday thing on Saturday night. She is working, so she will not be around on Saturday. I'll be there barring a huge snowstorm. God, that was terrible last year. Okay, but we will we will cover that on the Relap Recap episode, I'm sure. Oh, cool. Yeah, good idea. Okay, last email. New fan. Subject line, Joe 3 from Joe Reed. What? what? There's a third Joe? There is. And he He's also just... likes Fast and the Furious? Mm-hmm. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Uh, he says, hey guys, found your podcast a while back and I've been working my way through them all. Currently on the Fast and Furious Lap 2 episode where you announce you'll be going to every other week releases. Glad yeah. to hear it, and I'm excited oh. for more content as I'm catching up. So shout Good. out, Joe. Thank you for being on board with us just talking about these movies even more. Yeah, I have my I'm ranking list like below, it. but I haven't watched all eight movies in quite some time, so I was basing a lot off memory. So here That's we okay. go. That's okay. Number eight, Tokyo Drift doesn't really fit with the rest of the movies. Fair point. Okay. While it was still unique and agreed it had a great soundtrack. It yeah, felt like this one was soundtrack. a mistake this one the next few movies trying to make relevant and fit in. I don't agree, but I think that's a, you know, if 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 they thought, if they looked back and were like, oh, we maybe should have criticism. done that. Yeah. yeah. Number seven, Too Fast, Too Furious, another one that felt almost forced, with only Paul Walker returning. It was likely that they didn't realize what the franchise was going to become, but to me, this one just didn't fit as well. Okay. Number six, Fate of the Furious, without Paul Walker... It seemed like the franchise was struggling to figure out where to go next. Didn't like the Dom versus the family aspect. Right Fair. there in line. I mean, people named Joe do not like that. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I think most people don't like it, but definitely people named Joe. Although yeah. the opening race scene where Dom takes apart and races the fifty fleet line was really good. Yes. That's the most disappointing thing to me, is like, you know, we're gonna about to watch this movie again, is that the, it begins so cool and then just like rapidly falls off the rails. Yeah. Not like the train in five. 
Not like the tra- it doesn't go off the rails like the train in five. It- no, not like a, a train that's retiring going off the rails. That's a Scott Aukerman on Comedy Bang Bang joke. This this okay. episode is like a retiring train. It's going off the rails. <laughs> number five, Fast and Furious. Number four. This is to me where the franchise starts to regain its legs. The original cast is back. Yep. And they are back to the things that made the first movie so good. Yeah, I agree. He says, side note, the top half of my rankings are all much better than the bottom half, in my opinion. These are the four that I go to so for rewatches. So he draws re-watches. like a line. Yes. That makes sense. He's mm-hmm. drawing like a line, like, okay. Number four, Fast and Furious 6, The Rock joins the team. There's a tank. What more do you need? Which, yeah. <laughs> Great, yeah. Number three, Furious 7. The tribute at the end really puts this one in the top three. Also... I love that when they go to the desert, Dom stays true to his American muscle standards and is still sporting a Dodge Charger while the rest of the crew is driving high-end supercars. True, yeah. American muscle every time. Number two, Fast Five. Until listening to the podcast, I never realized that this was an adapted script from an Italian job sequel. Can see the similarities looking back, which is probably why this one is so high in my rankings since I really enjoy the Italian job also. Which we heard, and now we don't know if it's true or not, but we we talked about it. No, 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 we know it's true. I think, I mean, we it was always like I pulled it from it. IMDb trivia, but I think it was true. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to look again. IMDb No, remember because Wes job. looked at it in like the last email thing. He's like, you guys said this a bunch, but like I can't find any real facts about it. And we were like, oh, okay. I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I believe it's true. In my heart, again, maybe that's headcanon, to use a West term. Shout out, Wes. Yes. Maybe it's headcanon, but it also makes sense. Yeah. Number one, The Fast and the Furious, the first one, the movie that started it all. I'm a gearhead, and while I've seen all of these movies in theaters, this and the Starsky and Hutch movie are the only movies I've ever gone to see with my uncle, who is my gearhead mentor. That's awesome. It was just so groundbreaking of a movie for drag racing and the car scene as a whole. That's why we always ask our guests, place and setting. Like, it can it can really change your perspective on the film, and it, it gives me a good ranking. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I like these. Yeah. If you went to go see it with your uncle, your uncle's your car bud, that's going to put it way up there for me, too. I get it. Yep. Just wanted to give my opinion, say thank you for doing the podcast and keep up the good work. And then also, third email in a row, he included a car picture. So I hope that Kim likes this game so you can play with him. But, you know, we will see. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Uh, He also just said it doesn't doesn't matter whether you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. Winning is winning. (laughs) I love that everybody likes to throw in, like, a little too fast or too uh, Fast and the yeah. Furious quotes. Like, everybody signs off with, like, some random line from it. It makes me really happy. Like, yeah. please keep that up. That it, People it, love it. People love I, these movies. I love it. You know, it's great. Yeah, same. Uh, it's just so relatable, man. Like, it's just something for everyone, you know? Definitely. So that'll do it for the mailbag for this episode. Go Email us, family at cageclub.me. If something comes in between now and Thursday when we record, we'll read on that episode. If not... We will catch you on the Relap Recap episode, uh, which I think comes out New Year's Day, which is our look back at this lap, our look forward to the next lap, Mm. and, you know, mailbag. And that's also where we're going to, you and I are going to fill in our answers for the either-or questions, and we can also maybe preview on air to the listener, although maybe not, maybe we want to keep it spoiled, safe safe for Mike, I don't know, we'll figure it out, but by then we will have our new version, hopefully, of the which character are you. Yeah. Although I do want to do maybe the first episode with Mike, we do the Zimbio one, and yeah. then the second one we bust out ours, and that also gives us an extra two weeks to figure out how it's to coming make along. It work. We it have, we have along. like a lot of good ideas, and and they're 
yeah. We're I was, figuring... but the ideas were flowing as I was editing the last episode. I was just like, oh, here's a question. Here's a question. And they were all good. Here's a question. Yeah. So, I mean, I just have to figure out the points to a lot. And also, I need to figure out how to, like, put that in Google Sheets to actually make it work. But Yeah, we were, like, doing a lot of, like, tinkering with, with verbiage. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, how how we want the answers to flow so that they're not inexplainable. Like, yep. the... Yep. The last ones. Um, I just want to say, you know, thank you again to United States Postal Service. Um, the United States Postal Service is an independent establishment of the executive branch of the government of the United States and operates in a business-like way. Its mission statement can be found in Section 101A of Title 39 of the U.S. Code, also known as the Postal Reorganization Act, if you want to read it. Well, shout out to the <laughs> mailmen and mailwomen, including my friend Ben, who you have met. He, he had the like, going away party. He's a mailman. Oh, that's cool. He's had a miserable time commuting these last couple of years, but he just got to transfer to literally one town over from me, so it's a much oh, better perfect. commute for him. That's awesome. uh, he's starting that very soon, but I know that he... It's not a, a glamorous job, and it's not an easy job, but no. you know, shout out to them for getting us the packages and the mail and all of these mails, all of these letters, family at cageclub.me, no postage required to email us at the show. And again, if you want to see the pictures from the Atlanta shoot of Fate of the Furious, go to patreon.com slash too fast too forever. Go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub, at cageclubpod on Twitter and Instagram. Email family at cageclub.me. Check out patreon.com slash too fast too forever. We'll be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel, for Fate of the Furious to close out lap two with Kim Basin of Bloomberg. Actually, here's a little bit of homework. So I watched the other day, if you look okay. up him on YouTube, most of I want to know how to pronounce his last name, and I still might not be getting it right. He used to be the uh, entertainment reporter, I think, for Bloomberg. Now he's the U.S. luxury reporter. Okay. He's got a couple different YouTube series through Bloomberg. But if you want to see just, like, crazy expensive shops that he goes to, like, look him up, last name B H A. S-I-N, Kim, B-H-A-S-I-N, Basin. Uh, look him up on YouTube, and he's just got, like, he gives the same vibe that Walt gives me. You know what I mean? Like, this professional, yeah. serious journalist, but also just, like, Fun. how is this your life? Like, how are you, how is your life to interview these people who, like, basically, they have a shop open, but they say, if they sell one thing that day, you know, they cover rent for the week. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, yeah. and his job is to talk to these people. Like, it's just such a cool I'm jealous. job to do, so check that out if you want to get a little bit of a preview for next week's episode. Kim will be on to talk to you us about Fate of the Furious and the franchise as a whole. Then we have the Relap Recap and the next year coming at you with the Ride Along Lap with resident historian Mike Mancy. So everything everything you need to know at cageclub.me I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And we'll see you next time one week from today for Fate of the Furious right here on Too Fast Too Forever. Singing we Feed you too